0: Welcome to another powerful message from One Life OK. We really hope you enjoy it. I sent out a little word yesterday. Was it yesterday about the prodigy of of heart? I needed to. um, We are working on the word of the year and it's. um, It's really mind blowing me. And so I, I wanted to give the Holy Spirit plenty of room. Um, you know, if you know me very well, today is the first and today's the day it should have been released if you know me at all. So I'm yielding. I like to yield. Do you like to yield? And I wanted to just prophesy over your heart today, going forward, part of my job is to be aware of the timing of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, um, He has an appointed time for all things. And we don't have to be nervous. How many are nervous about time? Oh, don't raise your hand. I was telling Phil a while ago that God is a God of promise, and when we, you know, when we step over into trying to make a promise come true ourselves, then we will get in a hitch. We will get into striving every time. The promises of God are bigger than you would be able to accomplish without Him. Why believe in a God that can't make a promise like that. Why believe in a God whose promises are able to be accomplished without Godness? He's the God of the impossible. He's the God of the impossible. Impossible stuff has happened in your life this year. Whether you all get to get up here and tell of it, every single one of you have had impossible things happen in your life. Things that you didn't think were possible ways that you wanted to change, right? Right. Haven't you changed in ways that you didn't think you would be able to change? Yeah? Yeah? That was so sad. (laughs) Now, in life, when we talk about things that are prodigies, it's usually small children that can play the piano really good. (laughs) Isn't it? You know what I'm talking about they're often asian too and so we're like what right and so we begin to define life that that's really amazing and successful and we suddenly compare ourselves to that unusual talent and so then when the 99.9% of the rest of the planet is just normal, right? We feel less valuable. Bro's going to help me preach this morning. I like it. Give me some words because, you know, I don't even have them all. When I, If I pause, I don't have one. Just fill it in. And so I wanted to just, mentioned something that felt really significant to me yesterday, um, when I was writing that word and it was in conjunction with what Lynn had written and what God wants to do right now on the earth. One of the things that God doesn't care about is that he doesn't really care that you don't think you're good enough. So it's not really a good, um, excuse maker. Because he's been orchestrating events to culminate at a specific time. And you're part of what he is going to do on the earth. You are and you play a role if you want to. And what he wants to do on the earth, that should be really, really exciting and sobering simultaneously. And one of the things, if I can teach you anything, is that the flow of the Holy Spirit is not human. But the flow of the Holy Spirit flows through humanity. And so he must have trusted humanity enough to adjust their ways to flow with him. And I can tell you, if you want to get rid of tension in flowing with the Holy Spirit you got to let go. I don't know what all you have to let go of. I'm, I'm a choleric. I'm an extrovert personality. I know a lot about personalities because they should not be any hindrance for what God wants to do, but they often are because we live in a society that framed things in a way that fits certain personalities. It's an extrovert world. Let me just help you. But God's world's not But extroverts operate in his world, too. So neither personality are the bonus. Your personality, your calling, your gifting. Let me read you a scripture so we can act like that I'm preaching today. I mentioned it earlier. It's James. James 1. I mean, if you want to walk in the supernatural, read James He'll tell you who was James, love slave. Um, every gift. This is verse seventeen, James one seventeen. In the passion, is every gift God freely gives us is good and perfect. Wow! Yeah. So one of the gifts that He gave you is the, is a heart. Now, in whenever God called. David, do you remember Samuel was the prophet? Prophets, listen to me. This is how y'all are. God said to the prophet, go and anoint the king. And what did the prophet do? That guy looks like the one. Why? He was big, strong, tall, firstborn. He's the guy, right? And God said to Samuel, he had to give Samuel a lesson. The moment he was prophesying, ah, uh. that's why I'm not going to say I'm a prophet. Cause I don't want that lesson. Just kidding. <laughs> what did he say? I think I have that. Let me see. I think I have that too. Yeah. Take no notice of his looks or his height. So what does that tell you about Samuel the prophet? That's what it tells you about him. He was like, whoa. He looks kingly. He said, he's not the one. For the eternal does not pay attention to what humans value. That should be, listen, you've got to change your value system. About you. Think about this guy (laughs) where Samuel's standing there going, I've come to anoint the next king. And here comes, how many guys were there? Bunch. 11? Was there 11? I don't know. 10? I don't know. Anyway, a bunch of more than two. And and they came walking up and they were like, and the prophet said, "Eh, not you, right? I mean, that would, what would happen? That happens in here all the time. That's not you, but what are you? They weren't king, but what were they? That gets us all hung up because it's either king or bust. I mean, we're just, I mean, it is honest, right? Everybody wants to be shooty. I'm sure of it. Don't y'all want to be? Don't y'all want to yodel like that this morning? Right? Play the keyboard and do that at the same time. Be get, receive a prophecy and still get to still be playing the piano. She's not playing it. It's because it's because her hands are not her own. Right? And so he said, humans only care about the e- exterior. Uh. That changed my life. There was a day where I stopped looking at people from the outside. Have you yet? God shows me every one of your hearts in here. Not for me to say, You got a black heart. He's never showed me a black heart. <laughs> Did you know that there is not one black heart in the room? Just fall on out, whatever you need. We're so scared of the spotlight of God, but it's really the one that illuminates everything good in you. Your heart to God is a prodigy. No one else has one like it. You're the only one, V. You're the only one, A. You're the only one. You're the only one that has that talent, that has that anointing, that has that specific gifts. Let's look back. Every gift God freely gives is good and perfect. So this is what Samuel, uh, God said to Samuel, the, inter- the eternal considers only the inner character or the heart. If you look up that word, I had looked it up for you so that you could hear this. This is what the heart means. See, the that's what I told Gwen a while ago. I said, well, just start by looking up words in the psalm in the hebrew you know the english language is like one thing love peace we don't even know what any of that means and we that's why we raise our kids to love and we really raise them to be codependent how many of y'all were raised to be in your and they called it love and then you could you can't operate in the supernatural without operating in love this is it the heart is your moral character what is character yeah we've said that for years what you do when nobody no I let's go a little deeper it's what you think when you don't tell anybody what you're thinking because your thoughts turn into actions right? You want to change, change what you think. If you don't expose what you're thinking, I I, I know this is I know this is silly, but your thoughts will turn into something you do eventually. And then everyone will know what you're thinking. Usually it's about yourself. Wouldn't it be cool if no one else in the room said stupid stuff about themselves? Like I'm stupid. I'm no good at that. I'm lazy. I messed that up. What if I mess it up? <laughs> right? What if we quit doing that? What if we said, I'm a prodigy? I attract prodigies. I do. But you do too. Because you're one too. That's why I said about to Jack Boone, well, God must think a lot of her because I know what God thinks about Pam. So even if she don't think that about her, just think what God thinks about you. You're a prodigy. Why did God intersect Booney and Pammy? For both of them. The heart also means the mind. Your knowledge, your reflections, your resolutions. New Year's Day. Here we are. We're ready for resolutions. Are you ready? Yeah. I hate them. <laughs> they mean nothing. They mean I know how crappy I did last year, and I'm gonna. T- I'm just gonna pick out all the crappy stuff. <gasps> I said crap twice. I am, and I'm going to try to change those. That's not how change happens. Oh, good. So good. Your seat of appetites. I got the sweet demon personally. That's just peach tea. That's all I need. Was I just needed not to have that sweetener in it? But I need peach tea. You know I need it, right? Don't buy me sweet peach tea. Is what I need. <laughs> Right? See, my appetite for God, not to get him to do something for me. I have to tell you my my greatest appetite is I just want to know how he thinks. I just want to know how he thinks. I want to see a situation and say, Oh my gosh, I never knew that. That's how you think. That's what taught me to love. Was to see how he thinks. I was looking at the little pictures of the little guys on Wednesday night. It was just the three little guys making cookies. And Sidwell and I were laughing because she was like, none of them wanted to eat them. They decorated their little snow cookies. And she said, I never thought of that. I should have made some cookies so they could eat them. They were like, let's eat them now. And they're like, no. We made these things. These are beautiful. These are these are like a display item. We're not eating these things. Eatings for the birds. Are you kidding me? I need to go show the world what I've made. Let us not lose the wonder of showing the world what he made. Don't eat your cookie. Display it. Don't don't say about yourself, it's not beautiful. It's meant to be on display. That's the seed of appetite. Wouldn't you rather have that attitude? About your own heart. Than that one you're constantly trying to figure out. What in the heck is wrong with you? Half, More than half is just a stronghold that became entrenched through harm. You know, if we begin to understand harm, it doesn't have such a stronghold in us. There's an enemy. He hates you. He hates you you he hates you he hates god he hates your purpose he hates your children he hates you he's come to kill steal and destroy you he don't play fair he's a real thing but he's all smoke and mirrors because he has no power god stripped him and robbed him of power See, the only way he has power if I act like he's true. And all he does is talk. He's not in this room right now. But all he does is talk. When you exit those doors out there, he'll be there waiting on you. See, I've cast him out of here. And you can too. But once you partner with, he might be right. It may be too late for me. Everybody else may be more talented than me. If you ever had anybody in your childhood say you have no talent, you're going to have to overcome that. That is a lie that's trying to become entrenched in the one thing that's your prodigy, your heart. And you know what? A lie can tell your heart it's no good. He can say it's black, and he never said it was. That's why Jesus lives in it. He made his home. And the thing that he considers, do you read the definition of prodigy? An impressive or outstanding example or item of a particular quality. What is your particular quality? That's the question I have for you today. I want to have people come and tell us of some goodness, but before that, I want you to ask yourself that question going into this new year. What is the prodigy version of my heart? What is your particular quality that God put in you on purpose that no one else has, that no one else comes with this combination of gifts? Let's finish James as you're asking him. Every gift God freely gives us is good and perfect. It's your heart streaming down from the Father of lights who shines from the heavens with no hidden shadow or darkness and is never subject to change. God was delighted to give us birth by truth of his infallible word, so that we would fulfill his chosen destiny for us and become the favorite ones out of all creation. That's the prodigy of your heart. Close your eyes and let him tell you right now, you're his favorite one. I put things in your heart made things in your heart. No one else has. You're my favorite one. You're my favorite one. You're my favorite one. You're my favorite one. I love how you are. I love your heart. I love the uniqueness of who you are. Oh, Papa, I just pray over us today as we go into this new year. (laughs) This is the year of knowing who we are, who you said we were, And so we walk into it with this heart that's a prodigy to you. Just like the little Asian piano player, my heart is meant to play the notes of the king. And so I bless us today as we just take a little bit of time to hear about the goodness of Papa. I want to ask Sidwell, to start us off today, I just bless you with the knowledge of this beautiful heart that you have, the way that he designed it, and that you will embrace the ability to do what he's called you to do. Thank you for listening to this message from One Life OK. For more information, please visit us at onelifeok.com.